Yo. Yeah. Mic check one, two. Mic check three, four. Five, four, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten. Boom. Say hi. Let's run it. Dude, I don't even want to talk about mine. It's been so long so since I've gotten a haircut. What's up? Okay, hi. hi. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. This is going um, fun. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this, yo. Yeah. Come <laughs> on. All right, so we have today on the uh, Puente and Topete show, it is Chelsea Gonzalez. She wears number 11 for both the Mexican nationals, uh, national softball team and the Cleveland comments of the National Professional Fast Pitch League. Um, first off, Chelsea, I just want to ask, how are you doing in these uh, crazy times that we're living in right now? With everything it's, going on. Yeah, it's definitely crazy. So I was actually coaching in Arizona, um, but I moved back uh, to be with my family just during these like tough times. But, um, you know, it's just crazy how you just, you can't go outside. I feel like you can barely go to the store and everything, but um, you know, I'm just trying to still get that work in. Um, so definitely taking practice in the backyard, kind of like the old days um, with the ball and the net and off the tee and everything. So just trying to still get that work in, but definitely crazy. And, and you know, just hoping everyone is still safe. Um, as far as, cause I know that you are a professional softball player. I'm not gonna lie. This is beyond, this is my first time I even heard a lead pass the Olympics. Yeah. That is mm -hmm. professionalism. So mm -hmm. that's why I'm very excited because we can learn about the the lead that you're in. Um, mm -hmm. Were you guys about to start training training camp? Because I know you guys' season is supposed to start. Yes. Yeah, so we actually have no idea if the league is still going on because of everything that's happening. I know obviously mm -hmm. with the MLB, you know, M or uh, and uh, BA and all that stuff. Um, those professional sports have stopped. Um, so as of right now, we are still playing in the professional league. Um, but we heard yesterday that the Canadian Wild is actually not participating in it. Um, wow. So then, therefore, there would only be three teams out of five, I want to say. So um, as of right now, um, with my team, it's we're kind of all scattered around the states. So um, we just practice on our own. So like I said, um, our coaches, we actually just got off a – FaceTime a Zoom call with um, the Mexico team. And um, we talked about like our hitting and stuff. So um, just like keeping up to, with our practices, um, just definitely, you know, being safe, obviously. Um, but again, a bunch of us have the nets and stuff at the house. So we're just trying to keep our work in, working out every day. But as of right now, we do not know if we're still gonna be playing. They say that we are. Um, so I'm just gonna keep that mindset as if we are playing. Cool. Um so, uh, last season was your first season in Cleveland, correct? Mm -hmm, yes. So, because I have family in Cleveland. So, my mm -hmm. question is to you, what, uh, how do you like Cleveland? It's definitely different. <laughs> um, I believe it. I honestly, yeah. honestly, I believe it. Yeah. So, um, but it was honestly, it was like the, one of the most fun summers I've ever had in my life. Um, wow. Just because you, we have the Mexico girls on our team. So you, you already have that atmosphere. You already have the connections with like your teammates, but we also added um, different players, like three girls from Ohio state. And so it was fun. It was definitely fun to get 
to know different girls and, you know, obviously play against the best, you know, um, with the pride and the bandits, especially, you know, we're going to be playing against them, some of the girls in, in the Olympics. So definitely um, playing against those teams. And then we actually got to go, um, I forgot what it's called, but it was like a theme park in Ohio. It's like one of the biggest ones in the world. Yeah. I forgot what it's yeah, called. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. It's, um, yeah, we went to that and it was a lot of fun. I'm a chicken when it comes to like roller coasters, but all my teammates, they went on all the big rides. So, I mean, I feel like there was definitely stuff to do, but um, yeah, Cleveland was fun. So it was, it was fun. So. Cool. Cool. Mm -hmm. Um, so as far as being, so what I want to know is, so there's only like a specific amount of teams in this lead. And what I was doing my reading and my research that they select whoever wins a uh, majority of those players go straight to the international team or how is, how exactly does that all work? Cause a lot of your players right now, a lot of your teammates right now are part of the Mexico international team so yes. for someone that is that plays in Chicago or the Canadian Wilds like they're a part of a certain international team so how exactly does that all work like how mm -hmm. how does it all work so I feel like with this is my um experience with Mexico they actually like recruit you kind of like as if you're going to college like so once you're in college they obviously they watch you um like you play and after my freshman year um at Arizona State they actually the Mexico coach um asked me if I wanted to play and at that time I just I wasn't really ready to play it was after my freshman year so I just kind of wanted to take a break and all that stuff so after I um graduated is when I um as, or I, I told the Mexico, Mexico coach that I wanted to play. Um, so I feel like you just, you get recruited throughout college and then um, with the USA team, same as well. And you can also try out, they invite you to try out, but with us and the comments, our Mexican um, coach, he uh, actually talked to the comments coach and then they collaborated together. And then same with the girls, like on the USA team, uh -huh. they also got to, uh, play in the different pro leagues so I mean it's they're the best of the best so um, definitely with ours I feel like our situation it's different and um, with the Australian um, the Aussie Peppers and the Canadian Wild same thing we all have that we all had the goal of competing for um, the Olympic bound so that's when especially last year is when they were like okay we want to be in the NPF so we can compete against the best because initially we're going to be playing against each other yeah. So, um, and then one of my teammates, um, she got, she actually got traded to pride, but she was on my team for a while. She's going to be playing with Italy. So she's going to go to, yeah, she's going to the Olympics. Um, Canadian Canada's going and then, um, Australia too. So I feel like we're all like, we're all on different teams, but we're all competing, um, at the Olympics. So I think that's awesome. And especially because we did play against them in the MPF, we didn't do as good as we wanted to but when we went to the Olympic qualifier, we actually beat Canada. So I feel oh, like cool. the NPF, yeah, the NPF prepared us for what we needed to do at the qualifier. And even when we were playing against them in the NPF, you know, we didn't win. And our coaches kept saying, you know what, we're going to beat them when it matters. And we actually beat them in Canada in front of their home crowd. And Dang. it was pretty crazy because um, some of the girls on the Puerto Rican team, they yeah. also were in the NPF. And again, we didn't do that good, but we ended up beating them 
in the qualifiers. So again, just this whole summer has just pre been preparing for what we were going to compete for at the end of the day. So that's cool. Yeah, wow. we were the underdogs. In that's, the that's actually pretty yeah, cool. We were definitely like, yeah, it was, everyone was talking that it was going to be Puerto Rico and um, Canada coming out of the qualifiers. So we were definitely the underdogs and, you know, we proved to everybody that, you know, we came out and we wanted, like, we wanted that the most. So it's definitely all that hard work, the summer in Cleveland, you know, yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, worked out perfectly. It, it, it's, so. it's, not, it's not the best weather in Cleveland, but it's it, hot. It, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's dry, humid, hot. Yeah, it was not fun, but, Until know. it gets to the, have you ever experienced Cleveland winter? Nope. <laughs> but I heard about it. <laughs> That was going to be my next question. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. Yeah, um, I definitely heard about it. Yep. <laughs> um, so you're, the way that the Olympics works is that if you have either A, you're born there, B, your parents are from there, or C, your grandparents are from there, how exactly did you have that connection with being a part of the Mexico Olympic team? Grandparents, yeah, grandparents. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Where are your grandparents yeah. from? Uh, Guadalajara. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, so, and it's pretty cool because, you know, you get to talk about it with them and, you know, they're just, they're so proud. And um, like in the beginning, it was obviously, it was a big, it was a big thing for me, but I didn't put into perspective who else, you know, would be proud that I would do that. And especially my grandparents, you know, they were just like, you need to do this, like, and all this stuff. And I'm like, of course I'll do it. And then they they just kept saying like, we're just so proud of you, you know? not only are you making us proud over here, but the family in Mexico. So it's, it's a real honor to be honest. Was that something you kind of grew up always aspiring to be like an Olympic athlete? Um, honestly, as I was growing up, I obviously, you know, have heard of the USA team, you know, that's a big thing growing up. I, you know, would always watch them, always watch them. I really didn't think of any other countries to be honest just because, you know, they went to UCLA, they went to Washington, they went to all the big Pac-12 schools that I always dreamed of going to. So after my freshman year, when I was asked to be a part of Mexico, I was just like, hmm, like, I was out of USA. So it definitely like turned the tables, but definitely growing up, you know, I, my one goal actually just was to get a full ride scholarship to go play anywhere, to be honest. Like that was the, that was the big thing growing up, you know, working my butt off to get that free education for my parents who sacrificed every day, pretty much of, you know, going to practice with me on the weekends, you know, not having a lot of free time. So that was definitely a big thing. But as I got older, you know, that thought of, you know, competing for the Olympics one day definitely came into my mind. And, you know, the last two years, that's been like the goal. That's been like the dream. So, um, Definitely, definitely growing up and becoming more mature about the sport, definitely that Olympic um, mindset kicked in. Obviously, this will be your first actual Olympic ever, but yeah. since with what we got, what we got going on right now, obviously it's horrible times. Um, um, I read that they're going to postpone it till twenty twenty one. You guys are still going to be like training for the Olympics as if it was to be happening in a couple weeks, right? Or a yes. couple months, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, like I said before, like we're just, we're practicing as if we're playing in the MPF. So definitely I'm actually grateful that it's a whole year from now, just because um, 
I just got this job in Arizona as an assistant coach. So I kind of started to put my, like, you know, I was putting everything into the school. And so I wasn't not slacking off on my workouts, but, you know, not putting in my 110% that I needed to. Uh, so I am very glad that, you know, I get that next year so I can really kick in in a gear. Um, but definitely, you know, and to save money for it because um, it's expensive. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Especially with my family. My, I want my whole family to go. So it's like, it's, it's expensive, but definitely we're all, again, we're all separated. Um, we actually don't come together until like, a week before like a tournament starts and then we'll start practices but you know we're all adults we um he expects us you know to be practicing and you know we've we've been through the college experience so we all know what we have to do in order to practice and prepare so cool awesome you um mentioned, you mentioned that ask. you're a you mentioned that you're a assistant coach right for south mountain community college mm -hmm. yes. uh what um what persuaded you to go to coaching route if you don't mind having me asking um I honestly have only had one other job <laughs> and I just like worked like part-time um like at a gym but it's just softball is really all I you know I have so much passion for it and so I feel like I'm still young so I could still educate young women especially like at a community college where it's like it's just two years and then we can you know take you to that next level and, you know, I really look under um, Brittany Mata. She's my, she's my head coach. And she went to ASU as well. And, you know, she won two national championships over there. So she, she knows the game. She knows what she's talking about. So honestly, for me, again, still being young, just that coaching perspective, like it also, it makes me understand as well, like a player as well. Like I'm like, I understand both sides and I can take what I do coaching. I could take it on the field as well. So I'm still learning, like I'm 24 years old and, you know, still there's sometimes where, you know, I don't get why we do that play. But then again, from a coaching perspective, I can, you know, see the different angles and I can ask questions. And then if I have ever, if I'm ever in a game and that situation comes up, I've been there. So I, I know, and I understand it. So coaching for me is just, it's just a way of learning, learning new things and you know, and the girls I have, they're awesome. And, you know, they, they do look up to me, but I'm, I also look up to them too. So I understand, you know, I was there one day and, you know, so I get where they're coming from and, you know, they're just, they're a great group of girls. So I wouldn't trade it for the world. Awesome. And I assume that they're, you are all having like Zoom conference calls for, yeah. for the upcoming season it's, as well. Yeah. So. It's, it's crazy. Just, trying to get all like because obviously we want the same girls back next year because they get the extra year of eligibility um but then you also want them to succeed you want them to move on to the next level so you yeah, can't sure. be selfish but you know you you have to <clears throat> understand so we just talk to them uh especially the seniors well the sophomores we talk to them and just see what they want to do but yeah definitely zoom calls you know they're I always say they're crazy. They're just crazy fun. You know, I'm the type of person that I like to have fun on the field. You know, I'll be serious at times when I need to be serious. But at the end of the day, you know, you play the game because you love it. And, you know, when you're so stressed out, you, you don't do good. So you just need to have fun and, yeah, just have fun with your teammates. What would you say is your, uh, your most uh, favorite memory on the field? Because you've had so many amazing memories just going through all of – 
all of your career stats? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, Honestly, I felt like when we qualified, I know that's like the obvious thing, but it's just, I feel like all my hard work, like playing for 21 years, because I started playing when I was three. So like playing for 21 years, you know, at that moment when Dallas struck out the batter, like it's just, you just feel like a sense of relief just because you're just, you've made it. You made it to the highest level that you can ever make it in your life, like for softball. And it's just, you know, you work so hard, you like have all those practices and weights that you like probably don't want to go to, but you do because you want to, you want to be at the best. And um, I think for me, that moment, you know, I just started crying. And again, like I said, we were in Canada, so it's, it was all the Canada fans. That's and then there's like a little portion of the Mexico fans and they were just, they were just loud and it was just, they were the loudest people. So it was just, it was awesome. And just seeing that I called my parents right when I got into the dugout and I FaceTimed them cause they weren't there, but um, yeah, it was just awesome. I think that moment, you know, just running and hugging my teammates. Like you think we won like the world series, but again, like we won oh. like, yeah, we won a birth to the Olympics. So that's, it's a, just, that's a big that's deal huge. though, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely that. Yeah. So definitely that. Um, so kind of, kind of like the same question Alex asked, but in a different way, where is the best place that you've played at? Because I know you played at a lot of places, including Canada, overseas. Best mm-hmm. place you played at? Like who who yes. has the best stadium? Um, trying to think. <laughs> I'm trying to think like back to like Pac-12. Um, I, well, I mean, we played at LSU. LSU was pretty nice. Oh, wow. um, mm. Yeah, so LSU or to me, Washington has always been beautiful. I actually really wanted to go to Washington. Washington was my There's, number one. Yeah, and was, then, was, you know, I went there and just, it just wasn't, you know, meant to be. So, but I would have to say, obviously, ASU, to, like to me. <laughs> I was about to ask. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah, then, I mean, that's the. That's the obvious one, but <laughs> if I had to pick other schools, yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, you didn't have to say ASU. I wasn't yeah, so you that's why ASU, I said the other places. Hey, that's on you. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, yeah, definitely cool. ASU. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, so you're home now. Are you home in Arizona or are you home in where you're from? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm from California, so I'm home in cool. California. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, uh, how has it been being home? Because obviously with what you got going on, I assume that you hardly ever home. So I'm yeah. guessing it's been nice. It's been relaxing in some ways, I hope, to you. Yeah, I actually, yeah. So I only had like about an hour or so to pack to come home. Because my in Arizona, it's sad to say but like it's not as crazy as it is in california like california it's like crazy like my mom was telling me how there's like lines out the door at stores and i was in arizona i was like uh like no there's not like it was just it's totally different like it was weird so she told me one day she's like okay like you need to pack and like come home like now and i was like okay so i just packed up everything and i came home didn't even pack a lot 
and I've been here for like a month and something days. And I just drove back probably like a couple of days ago. And I drove for one day just because I packed some more stuff. But being in Arizona, again, just like everyone is just like, it's not like they're not taking it seriously, but it's just, it's so, Accurate. I feel like in a calmer way than over here. So being in Arizona, it was very calm. And then coming back here, it's just crazy. But obviously, you know, I, uh, I was expecting to be out there for softball because we're in season, we were, we would be in season right now, um, for college. So it, it is fun to be back. And especially because, um, with Mexico, we were having all these little trips in between, um, so I definitely wouldn't have been home till probably after the Olympics, if, if we were going to be doing the Olympics. So, yeah. So I wouldn't have been home till after that. So it's good to be home. <laughs> so travel life, yo, just yeah. travel life. I know. Athlete. Dang, I know. Crazy. Yeah. So like I'll, when we go to travel, cause I went to Australia and I went to Japan, um, this year with Mexico and every time I get a Lyft driver they're like oh like where are you going like I'm dropping you off at the airport I'm like oh I'm going to Australia and they're like oh you're going to Australia <laughs> and I'm like oh yeah I, I play softball and they're like oh okay and then I'd be like oh yeah I'm going to Japan and they're like you're going to Japan I'm like yup like thinking it's all normal but you know you have to put in perspective people just don't go there <laughs> during true. the week that's, that's true. So, <laughs> yeah definitely a lot of travel so Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, so <laughs> how many teams are in the National Girls Fast Pitch, well, yeah, Fast Pitch League that you're in? Because I saw there's six, but then you said that the team that dropped out. So as far as, like, season goes and, like, tournaments and championships, like, to break it, does your league run as a regular season like the MLB would when there's just a playoff and, like, basically, like, the world series does that make sense like i hope i'm making sense yes it would be so, yeah, so last year um we didn't really do that good but um yeah so we would definitely play um so they would come to our stadium play three three games and then we would go to their stadium and then play the three games as well um but definitely they i think they just had like the top two teams at the end of the day to compete for a championship and they would do the three game series so um so that's how we are right now but like i said like two of the teams have dropped dropped out so yeah. i have there would be three of us left so i have no idea what to expect because oh i mean i don't know if they would want us to travel to cleveland because then we would have to travel back to california to play the commotion so it's just mm. it's it's definitely i have no i have no idea what to expect so that's a yeah. Just doing that back so. and forth, like you go from California back to Cleveland, and then you find out you have to go back to California, and then you have to mm -hmm. go, damn. To Chicago, yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah. Yep. How, how many flights were you averaging a week? Unlike Or, um, I don't even know, to be honest. I really have no idea. I want to say, if I remember correctly, I want to say we bust to every place, okay. if I remember correctly. Are you bust from Cleveland to California? No, because oh, the California say, team like, is Whoa. new this year. Yeah. Oh, no, I would cry. <laughs> yeah, no. So no, they would definitely probably have to fly us. Yeah, definitely have to fly us. But, yeah, I think we, I think we did um, bus everywhere. So, 
Wow. Long, long drives to build that uh, team building and come up lottery. Exactly. Exactly. But it's, you know, it's the grind. <laughs> so. All right. So now that you're quarantined, obviously you're not doing anything. What have you been doing? Because obviously you said you've been training, but mm-hmm. aside from like sports wise, like what have you been doing? Do you want to know the truth or I'm just kidding? Yeah, I mean, if you've been sitting um, watching Netflix, you, you and everyone in the join world the club. Are doing the same thing. So, yeah. I mean, um, hey. Yeah. I feel like I try and sleep in as much as I can so that the day goes by faster, to be honest. Um, so I'll probably wake up at like 9.30 to 10.30-ish every morning, drink coffee, put on some Keeping Up with the Kardashians, watch them. <laughs> And then I'll try, you know, to, I still have to work like over the computer. So I'll, I'll be in like meetings, like Zoom calls and okay. with my college in Arizona, be doing that. And then I'll try and work out around like five. And then after that, I'll just hit, I'll probably hit like a, at least a hundred balls and then I'll come inside and just hang out with my mom. Um, and we'll watch like Grey's Anatomy, but Actually, with the Zoom calling, like, I've been talking to my friends a lot. Like, pretty much every day, I'll try and call them and stuff like that. You know, have a glass of wine, like a little wine night, so. Yeah, or it sounds. But that's, yeah. Yeah, me and my buddies did that one day. Not with the yeah. wine, though, but. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bitch, so I can. <laughs> I'm a beer patient, not a wine. I, my yeah. mom tried getting me to drink wine. It's hard. Like, I'll go wine tasting, but I just wouldn't drink it straight up yeah i feel like yeah it's just most of them are too sweet for me what's your favorite wine i don't like i don't have a favorite wine because i rarely drink it so it's just what we had at the house me i'm like i like like beer so yeah i'll drink that so what's your favorite beer then either modelo or modelo yeah (laughs) solid choice Thank you. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Going back so to I the... Actually... Go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. I got one question. I got one question, actually. Okay, so I work at a park that sees oversees a lot of uh, softball. So we're part of the Chino Girls Fast Pitch, which is a huge, huge um, sports organization for the city of Chino. Um, what message, if someone were to be watching right now, like a young girl to be watching... And seeing you where you at, what message do you have for that one little girl who wants to do exactly what you're doing? I would just say, first of all, um, just keep working hard. You know, if you if you really have that passion for playing and you want to, you know, compete to be for the best of the best, just, you know, keep putting in that work, you know, because at the end of the day, if you think you're doing something like, for instance, like I, I hit 100, at least 100 balls there could be a girl hitting 200 balls, you know, so you always have to keep that mindset of, you know, keep competing, keep working hard. And to be honest, I think, you know, as a student athlete that I was, you know, to do good in school, because at the end of the day, if you want a full ride scholarship, if you don't have the grades to do it, you can be the best player in the world, but they will not offer you unless you do good in school. So definitely you're a student before you're an athlete. So um, I would definitely just say keep you know, keep doing good in school and always thank your parents, you know, at the end of the day, like they are the ones that are helping you to get to where you want to be. And that was always my thing. 
that I worked my butt off to get them a free education, not just me, but you know, they didn't have to pay a dime for my education. They didn't have to pay a dime for college. So Damn. it's just at the end of the day, I'm working for them too. So it's like, I'm working for them. So, um, yeah, but yeah, yeah just, man. you know, to keep that passion, I know it's hard, you know, you probably want to go hang out with your friends on a, on the weekend, but once you know, you're at the collegiate level that, that won't matter. Cause you, you worked your butt off to get to where you are now. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. <laughs> about that man damn yeah i was so inspired right now <clears throat> i'm gonna lie that's gonna get me through the week good <laughs> you know that? that's what i'm here for appreciate that appreciate <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, we all we all could use some motivation right now yeah, yeah everyone you gotta use a little bit of motivation motivation yeah. and that was it yeah. <laughs> well good i'm glad oh. <laughs> thank you mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so now you've been all over the place. Um, have you met any famous athletes during your journey as a softball player? I mean, I feel like the USA I mean, team is definitely all famous, you know, <laughs> playing against say. them. Like, I remember we went to Peru and I hit against uh, Monica Abbott. And even that, I was just like, oh, my God, it's Monica Abbott. <laughs> like, you know, it's just it's scary. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're just you're inspired and she probably you know like she probably thinks the same thing about us like oh my gosh these are like team mexico you know you don't think yeah. like that but it's like i grew up watching her play and it's just crazy that like i'm That's playing crazy. against her but um <clears throat> other than softball haven't i mean i met brandon crawford like oh, really? yeah my first uh year at asu we went to a game and i met him on the field oh damn yeah that's cool um for spring training you know justin upton for the angels mm -hmm. go angels um he signed my ball so i mean i kind of met him but you know it's just yeah when, you're, definitely... when you're watching baseball do you have a baseball team that you like angels yeah <laughs> yep. los angeles angels you know i grew up you know going to those games like i have pictures of when i'm like five years old in the stands so I respect it's that. just yeah i respect it <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm a Dodger fan, but I mean, I respect that. Yeah. If you've been growing as both since Angel, as an Angel fan, I respect mm -hmm. it. Yeah. yeah, I know a lot of people are like, "You're not like a Dodger fan." I'm like, I like, I mean, my parents are like diehard Angel fans. So when like my family is all Angel fans, so it's like, but I mean, I I love the stadium. I love the atmosphere. Like I love going to the games. Like I'm just that type of person. So yeah, I, I love nice. going. Yeah, I'll give them that. Mm -hmm. And we went to a spring training game, like right before everything went crazy. So I'm glad I got to see them play in Arizona. So it was it was good. It's like just like sitting here right now. I know really as far as just take it day by day, but being here, sitting down, actually, like I tried like telling my mom, like mom an Olympic athlete like I it could be from a small country just the word Olympic athlete it it rings bells like yeah. easily like whenever like you hear the word like oh Olympic star uh, Olympic athlete from Turkey and they have like five people they're still an Olympic athlete yeah. that's why sitting here talking to you like Olympic softball player from Mexico yeah. I mean we're in 
I mean, it can't get any better than that. So <laughs> I, this is pretty dope. I kind of starstruck in a little way, oh. in a small way, because like, it's an Olympic athlete, yo. Like, yeah. come on now, how can you not be amped up for that? That's so funny. It's okay. I don't get treated like that. I stop to do chores around here and everything. Hey, I'm hey, literally like a good. regular hey. person. <laughs> like my hey, mom was like, good. what? You still got you? that title. Nobody can take that away from you. True. Yeah. So there you have that. You got that too. <laughs> yeah. So there's actually two other uh, former ASU alumni on your Olympic team, correct? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's yeah. that bond been like just to have ASU seem to you know, always, always kind of be that special bond throughout your career? Um, it's honestly the best thing ever because me and Sasha, uh, we um, came in as freshmen together and we graduated together. Um, that's like my girl. I was even her roommate after college when we were grad assistants for ASU. Like we are really, really close. Like that's my girl. So you know, after, like I said, after my freshman year, I chose not to play. She chose to play. So she's been on the team way longer than I have, but you know, she's our, she's our team captain for team Mexico. So it's pretty cool. But you know, that was, you know, she was my catcher. I was her shortstop. I like for Mexico, I'm, I'm at second base now, but still like, we still have that bond where, you know, like if she's bothering or if something's bothering her, like I can go up and talk to her about it. She can talk to me. We can make adjustments, everything. Like, it's just like, it's a really good bond. And then with Dallas, you know, she literally like, I try not to like show it, but she's like one of my idols. So, um, you know, when I committed to play at ASU, it was when they won it in 2011. So I remember I committed in November and then when they were playing in June and they won it, you know, she pitched the last strikeout. So that was like awesome to see. And I was like, oh, like I'm going to school. I get to play with her because I played with her when she was a senior. So then when we qualified, it was awesome because she struck out the, like she struck out the last batter, just like she did in the World Series. And she did the same reaction. She was like jumping and she went to go hug Sachelle. And it was just, it's just, yeah, she's like. I think of her like as like royalty. I'm like, oh my God, but like, she's my teammate. So it's kind of like, it's kind of weird, but you know, she's, hey, I mean, she's like, she's a good person. And it's just, you know, you love to hang out there. She's, she's funny. She's like an awkward funny. Like she does like awkward things and it's just, it's hilarious. But yeah, definitely playing with those two is fun. And then I also play with girls who went to my rival college. So playing with them, U of A. yeah, playing with them is funny because you know we always throw up the pitchforks they throw up the wildcats so it's just it's funny but one of my best friends on the team is actually taylor mcquillan who was a pitcher at u of a and so like we always joke about like whose school's better and all this stuff so it's i mean you got the we have all different colleges but again like it's just such a great group of girls so it's fun I'm not gonna lie <clears throat> whenever i get a chance to watch softball games I find myself getting more into it as opposed to watching baseball for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it might be the cheering on the sides, maybe. Mm -hmm. But just watching softball games, like just being there as opposed to watching it on television, two different things. Because mm -hmm. I, I remember when Mount Sap made state championship and I was watching the state championship on my phone, like I still felt the same excitement, but it's not the same. So as far as like the cheer goes, because that brings the excitement, how, 
because I've asked this to numerous softball players, so I'm going to ask this to you. Who comes up with it? Is it just something that is off the top of you guys' head, or is it just one of those things that you guys practice game after game? So when I came in as a freshman at ASU, they always had this opening cheer. Like the first batter goes up to bat and they do this. It's like an ASU cheer. So they've done it like traditions. Like it's been going on for years. So um, I feel like it does what come, it does come with tradition. But then again, like if her number is like 11, we'll, we'll come up with like a cheer to go with that. Like we try to always be, talking in the dugout because we love baseball but like boy, like that's not fun <laughs> like you know like you can keep saying that but again it's it's just not fun and you know it gets like super quiet and you're just like can you even talk here that's so why I think, we always that's try why I enjoy it yeah that we always try it. and like be really loud like for the games because again mm-hmm. like we're not only cheering on our our batter but we're also like trying to intimidate the pitcher so that she gets frustrated and flustered and you know she starts messing up because it does happen there are there are pitchers who don't do good under pressure and you know you know which pitcher it is and you try and just mess up their routine so definitely that but again like and I'm not just saying like my team but I feel like at ASU like the goal the whole time in the dugout was just to have fun and it would be cool when like the camera would just like scatter towards us and you could just see us like jumping up and down because you don't want a dugout that's like not cheering for you when you're up to bat. That's no fun. That's like my pet peeve is like when a batter goes up and no one's cheering. I'll just like yell like, yo, like we need to cheer for her. Like she's up there by herself yeah. basically. And if you, as a batter, you hate that. You hate not hearing like your teammates. So That's why I like one because I have a friend that played – numerous seasons, a couple seasons for Tennessee, then she transferred and played for Long Beach State. So when she got to come back home, like I was very thrilled because I can finally go watch someone play softball. Because I don't mind watching my sack, but like just the D1 level, just like long, like that level, it's it's fun. It's mm-hmm. like, especially like you were saying, like how when someone goes up to bat, nobody was cheering. But like when one of my friends friends would come up to bat, no idea who they were, that whole crowd would literally jump up and they'll be down by like three. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, this is like, this is really a different atmosphere compared to <clears throat> the boys, the boys level, like mm-hmm. the men's level. Like you guys is interactive with the fans and you guys interact, interaction with your players. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool. I love it. It's fun. That's yeah. what makes, that's what makes going to softball games fun, in my opinion. So, yeah. yeah, I know. I love, I, we love to like interact with like the fans as well. Like, um, you know, we would say like, go, and then we would point at the, um, the crowd and they would yell devils go dead. Like it was like a lot of fun. And then, you know, obviously Oklahoma, like boomer sooner, sooner. Like, you know, they would be yelling that. So it's just, you get the crowd involved too. So it's just, it's oh, like, they're, they're not just sitting there, but they're having fun as well. So definitely that. Yeah. Dang, I really miss softball, like college softball. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I want to go back. <laughs> I know. This has been, this has been fun. Like, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely is a highlight of the week at this point. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, so. as far as, as the only thing that I got going on is waiting for a package to arrive. And I yeah. guess that's the only excitement thing that's <laughs> happening this week. That's awesome. <laughs> Hey, I'm shocked me a little joy, yo. Yeah. Shocked me joy. 
Chelsea, uh, what's your walk-up song when you go up to bat? What was oh it going to be this year? Um, what was my walk? Uh, I haven't had a walkout song since um, college, and it was "All the Way Up" by Fat Joe. Okay. Nothing could stop me. All, all the way, way up. up. <laughs> and then um, good song. <laughs> I loved uh, I loved Selena, so it was uh, my second song was "Bitty Bitty Bum Bum." Okay. Hey, hey. So I got to pick two songs. But I remember for pro, I think it was um gonna be just going bad by Meek Mill. And then um Best on Earth by Russ has been my song, like when I work out and stuff. So I, I wanted to do that if we were gonna play in the MPF, but I don't know yet. So good songs. Good <laughs> yeah. song choices. Thank Definitely you. not hating now. I like to play songs where it's like it like pumps me up like i don't know that's gets you in that like yeah i'm the i'm the shit mood (laughs) Uh, yeah i i try i don't like i'm the most humble person ever so it's like i just try and like get like a good beat going so i can just mm. (laughs) i got you we all have our our ways (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, uh, all right well um Anything else, my guy? Um, really quick, uh, Chelsea. I I know that your sister. You have an older sister, mm-hmm. who um, I believe played for the same high school, uh, Rosary yeah. High School, mm-hmm. in a, I believe Fullerton, and then she played for Mount Sac for I believe one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it like um, growing up and watching her, and like how how did she influence you know you know how your career ended up progressing? Yeah, so she got me into softball because she started playing and then my parents started to see like how she was enjoying it. So then that's when I started playing when I was three. But, you know, she was always, you know, that um, older figure that I would look up to. So definitely in high school, to me, she was like the star. She was like the star player. And I'm not just saying that because she was my sister, but, you know, like if you look at the numbers, like she really was like one of the best players to play there. So definitely going into rosary as a freshman I was definitely intimidated by that I just wanted to try and make varsity but I also would try not to embarrass her but me and her always talk about it like till this day she would always tell me like she was the hitter and I was the fielder so like I always looked up to her hitting and she always looked up to me fielding just because you know I felt like I was more better at fielding than she was better at hitting so definitely you know we had like Um, those separations of like talents so just seeing her hit to me you know I would I would be very inspired because she was our leadoff hitter she would get the job done every single time and it's just like you can always count on her and then after Mount Sac she stopped playing because of an injury but even then like if when I played at ASU you know she would always come to the games always was supportive and you know you can you can never ask for that because, you know, she she didn't have to go. She didn't have to make the drive five hours to go watch me play, but she did because she was a very supportive, like, sister. And even now, like, she, you know, she's going to Tokyo. Like, she wants to go, and it's just, like, at the end of the day, she helped me get to where I am. And she probably doesn't even know that, but she did. Like, she did help me to get to where I am today because I would always just look up to her, and I would want to be – as good as she is, I would want to, you know, I watched her like hit and what she would be doing and what I needed to do. So she definitely 
you know, she definitely inspired me. And like, now that I have like, I have a little sister, you know, so hopefully, you know, she's playing, she's playing softball too, but I hope she, you know, she continues to keep playing and, you know, I would want her to just keep working hard and, you know, just to hopefully, you know, get a scholarship to a good school and just compete at the collegiate level. Are you coaching up your little sister right now as you're all it's, stuck at home? Yeah, it's actually been hard though, because like I said, when I was in college, I was never home. So I did miss four years of her growing up. Um, so that was definitely hard. And, you know, me being in Arizona this year, this was her first year in high school. So it's like, I do feel bad because I feel like I've been missing a part of her life. But, you know, when I go to hit in the backyard now, she's out there with me and, you know, she's telling me like, okay, what do I need to do with my swing? What do I need to do fielding wise? And it's good also because me and her play the same position now. So we definitely work on like sidearm together. We work on different plays together. So um, she, I feel like she's definitely enjoying it. I hope she is, (laughs) but I, I'm, I like having her to practice with cause you know, like, I go back to the basics with her, which, you know, sometimes us being so being older, we don't go back to the basics. We just do what we want to do. And it's like, no, we have to remember how to, you know, pick the arm slot, get a ground ball, like looking into the glove. Like we forget that just because we've been playing it for so long, but you know, she reminds me that I need to get back to basics. So. Mm-hmm. Is she attending uh, same high school as you and your two sisters? No, she's going to another high school. <laughs> so she, she got a choice to go to another high school, so she chose not to hey, go I to mean, Rosary. So, hey, right. <laughs> yeah, she's the youngest. She's the baby, so she can she can run this whole house. <laughs> the babies always to. can. Yep, yep. Hey, so, mean, hey. um, I'm trying to think if I have one other question before. We go our separate ways and basically continue doing Netflix and whatnot. Yep, Netflix um, and chill. Oh, I do have one other question. Um, so with the Olymp- with um softball Olympics, how many of the teams compete besides just you, USA, Australia, Canada? And I think, but is it? All the countries, most of the countries, or it's just like a select few, if that makes sense. There's, yeah, there's six teams that are going to the Olympics um, to go play. Like they qualified. So those six teams, it's us, USA, Japan, Australia, Canada, and Italy. So oh. those six teams get to go. Um, USA has their roster already set. Japan, I feel like they don't have their roster already set just because I know there's an A and B team. So they definitely have to cut their roster down. Um, But I feel like the people who qualified for the other teams are going. I could be wrong though, because I know USA had tryouts. I just don't know if the other teams are having tryouts. Um, I know obviously um, a lot of people are trying to, you know, try out for the teams, like for us, like, we have girls trying to try out for the Mexico team. And so we, we don't know who's officially going to be on the rosters for all the teams, but I'm guessing the people who qualified. So if somebody, if somebody would want to try out, is that like one of those invitation things that a coach approaches a player and say, Hey, I got something from an Olympic team. They asked for you to go try out. You should go try out. Is that how the tryouts work or? 
Um, we haven't had a tryout yet for our team. I know people have contacted our Mexico coach to try out. Um, I don't know if he's taking them into consideration or not. I know he's like loyal to us and, you know, yeah. we're the ones who qualified. Um, but I know for a fact, you know, obviously with USA, there's so many people that want to try out for the team. So they had to hold tryouts. Um, but I know we can only obviously have a certain amount of people on the team, like when we go to Tokyo. And since it's a totally different year from now, it's sad to say, but you just never know what's going to happen in a year. You like yeah, never know. So it's like, um, so I feel like they do have to keep their options open just in case. But I know like they for sure want to stay loyal to the people who qualified. Cause at the end of the day, if they can qualify, you know, like they can compete. So it's just. It's just at the end of the day, you just never know. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep training. Cool. <laughs> so oh, it's cool. I'm just keep that helps me out. Yeah. So. You need a better understanding of exactly how this whole process works. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really think about how this process works until now. Now I yeah. do, which is, I feel it's a lot. I learned it's something just, today. I'm happy. Yeah. It's just, and it's kind of crazy just like with everything going on. We just like, we never know. We just literally never know. That's true. All you got to do is just take it day by day. Yep, exactly. I um, I can't think of anything else. What about you, Alex? You got anything on you? Uh, I'm, I I don't right now. We're good. <laughs> Thank you again, oh, Chelsea. That makes me yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah, of course. Again, Thanks Chelsea. for having me. Thanks, Any guys. T- Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, All right. Stay safe. You too, and um, you too. do you mind if we shout you out on Twitter uh, really quick so people yeah. can go follow you? Yeah, of it course. It is at C Gonzalez one one two. Eleven two. Yep. Eleven two. C yep. Gonzalez eleven two to follow Chelsea uh, Gonzalez, the yep. of the Mexican national softball team. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Thank you. All right. I'll just yep, say, of course. I'll just say uh, bear down because I am a U of A alum, so. Oh my no, God, yeah. go Devils! <laughs> I should have never agreed. <laughs> should have been like, not no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Dang it! All right, well. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for this. This was a good laugh. This was a good hour. I needed this. <laughs> thank you. Oh, yeah. All right. Stay safe, guys. You, you too. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye. Later. Well, my guy, not going to lie, that was fucking fun, dude. That was great, dude. That was awesome, man. That was awesome. Wow. Um, well, to overview, I believe that was a very great interview. I learned a lot about the Olympics as far too. as like training goes, as far as what their schedule is like. That was loads of information that if you are a softball player or a fan or just a spectator definitely definitely with another capital definitely all caps check this out trust me check check i think jordan cut out obviously we got real sports that happened what's that sorry you cut out a little oh i forgot what i said but good. Um, uh, what did you think about it, bro? Like, what, I what's learned, your thoughts on this? I learned so much. Uh, you like how I dropped that little bear down at the end? I knew if yeah. I said that at the beginning, I it might not have been good. I was like, 
I was about to. I was about to bring over. I haven't. I haven't set up my little like behind me setup for this whole webcam thing yet. I have a. I have a football. I have a University of Arizona football that I won in a raffle, and it's got Rich Rodriguez's signature on it. Should have busted out. Just like be like, hey. I don't know. I don't know. I'll put that on my desk when it's ready. But no, I I learned. I learned a lot about. professional softball that I didn't know because they're like you don't really hear about a professional league no. past past you know NCAA collegiate sports most exactly. more often than not and I think it's just really cool that there is there is avenues for girls who are playing professional softball to play professionally you know how else with the, the Olympics and I know they're, they only brought back the Olympics um, for softball for this year they have they're not sure if they're bringing it back for 2024 yeah and it wasn't and it wasn't it wasn't an olympic sport from 2008 to 2016 so it's it's kind of unfortunate with everything going on but it's it right now it's it's post postponed so i think there is that that light at the end of the tunnel and it's only yeah i mean it's not it's not fully canceled just you know it's postponed to another year i mean it's not like we're not gonna get the olympics yeah and like Chelsea said, she's gonna take advantage and uh, just train and continue to get better this whole this whole I mean, upcoming year athletes, for it. I mean, hell, even basketball players are participating in horse games. Speaking <laughs> of the horse game, did you, did you did watch you that? Check that out. Yeah, I, I did. Did you did? watch it? Yeah, I watched like the highlights. That what's your thoughts on it? I couldn't do. I couldn't find one glimpse of highlights. <sighs> it was. I, I don't have cable, so that's why. It just it wasn't great. I don't know what it was. It wasn't great. I uh, there was one Zach Levine versus Paul Pierce was really funny. Really? Yeah, but only because Paul Pierce was absolutely horrendous. He couldn't make layups. <laughs> and Zach Levine was shooting him out the gym, off the court. Yes. Was, you gotta one think thing about wa- The truth, the truth. Been retired for a couple of years now. Next year he gets inducted to the NBA Hall of Fame. Well, he gets to be not. He finally gets his name. Uh, up there, but <clears throat> potentially could be inducted. But I mean, that guy's been out for a while, dude. And then you got Zach Levine, who is about his uh, season away from reaching his peak, his prime. So? Zach Levine is on his way to reach his prime, bro. Are Stay you? tuned. You? Uh, you're gonna hear this right now <laughs> from me. Zach Levine is reaching his prime. See, I don't think Next the question season. is. Next I don't think, season. I don't think the question with Zach Levine is whether or not he's getting better because he's obviously shown that he's getting he better is. every year. The question is, is will he still be with the Bulls by the time he hits that prime? No, they won't. No, he no. won't. Right. Check this out. No, here's the thing, though. I know the Bulls hired a new GM, fired the old one, hired a new one. So the question is, what type, what type of moves are the Chicago Bulls going to do? Anthony Davis from Chicago. Don't even we say heard, it. We, we, Don't we, even we heard, say we heard, it. We heard. Don't even say it. Not even going to say it, but I'm just Don't saying. Don't even say Zach it. Zach Levine wants to play. Check this out. He said he wants to play with LeBron James. He said that on All-Star when it was in Chicago, on the jump. We can find yeah. footage of that. He said well, the one player he wants to play with is LeBron James. Where's LeBron James right now, man? In LA. Wait, wait, where's LeBron? Where's LeBron James playing for right now? Los Angeles. Yeah. Le, le, Lakers. Where, where, uh, where's Anthony Davis at right now? In LA with the Lakers. 
And a homegrown native from Chicago wouldn't mind sticking around for a couple couple years. LeBron could do a little resting. Zach Levine, his contract is almost up in Chicago. Boom. You think yes, so? Sir, I think I might have established. You think he's coming to the Lakers? Oh, I'm. Oh, I'm pretty certain he's not staying in Chicago, though. Oh well, that's not the same as saying he's going to the Lakers. Yeah, I didn't say he was coming to LA. I'm just saying he's not staying in Chicago. Zach Levine needs to. I want the guy. He deserves it, dude. How do you, how do you go from Minnesota to Chicago and not have a winning season on any any of those teams? And you are. What about D'Angelo Russell? You hit your pot. That's that's AED status right there. What about D'Angelo Russell? Uh, he went from yeah, LA. Never had a winning season from LA to um, Brooklyn. Right? Hey, he made play. Hey, he made playoff for Brooklyn. He made the playoffs for Brooklyn. Don't give him that. And then after, that. after That'll Brooklyn, he, after Brooklyn, that, he went to Minnesota. Played bad there. Played bad, bro. He didn't even finish the season. Well, he didn't. He not did that he played bad. Well, not that he played bad, but his teams never won. So Minnesota, he they weren't winning. Then he goes to Golden State, and they weren't really winning. And then now, oh, I mixed that up. He went to Golden State and then Minnesota. Yeah, wait, man. Just oh, I missed the NBA. Boys, okay. A lot of the young boys who are about to reach their prime, their yeah. team isn't helping them. Booker's about to reach his – Booker's already – what he's in his prime easily. He's already he, in his prime. Yeah. He's already in his prime. Sad, sad. Steve. I say he's about to reach his prime very shortly. Luca is about to reach his prime very shortly. <clears throat> I mean, Atlanta does have a player. Just mm-hmm. needs to rest, needs a full season to rehab his knee, and then boom, he's good. Hey, once Atlanta gets another player for Trey and Capella, jeez, uh-huh. man, Vince Vince Carter retires. They got they got somebody to replace him. Atlanta could be scary, bro. We haven't seen Atlanta do good since Jeff Teague was there. Easily. Yeah, bro. Four or five All-Stars. Yeah, man. I remember that year. And Atlanta I was watching that. I was watching that from my little little one-bedroom apartment at the University of Arizona. Oh, really? (laughs) That's right. Um, Really quick, Jordan. The only really other thing that happened this week, uh, Tom Brady went on – the Howard Stern show. We didn't really watch about that. The whole thing. Watched I did not it. watch the whole thing. What did oh. you think as someone who watched the I'll whole shoot thing? The, I'll shoot the link. I'll shoot you the already link. sent me the link. And I have the link saved. I just, I haven't, I fell asleep in the middle of it. So I need to repick back. Hey, when you're right. stocking up, man, and you're at work, just put it on, bro. Just get to work. Two, two gotta, hours of pure greatness. I got to make sure I listen to my, my favorite YouTube channels and my favorite uh, yeah, AM 570 you. or... Uh, AM eight thirty radio stations. <laughs> first. But check this out. This is my this is how I thought my thoughts on Tom Brady on the Howard Stern show. Very interesting. Not gonna lie. Obviously we know how Howard Stern is. He's gonna ask the questions that typically me and you we would never ask any human being. Yeah. We're not Tom on that Brady. level yet. Mm-hmm. Not on that level yet. But um <clears throat> it was great, dude. Like, you almost forget how hard it is to win six Super Bowls 
until you he actually sits down and discusses the Super Bowl. Because Tom Brady don't do interviews. That was the thing I was going to say that I didn't realize how great, how great of an interviewee Tom Brady is because that's really the only interview he does an interview where, he does, where he's really done. Well, that's not true because he has done interviews before, but he's gotten in trouble for them because he's yeah, exactly. been asked about oh, he, the he's Patriots. He's on the Howard Stern show, man. It's not even, that's serious XM. There ain't no satellite radio where you can't drop no F-bombs. Dude, when I heard Tom Brady drop his first F-bomb on the Howard Stern show, all hell broke loose. I knew I was in for a good interview. <laughs> I I'll knew be, I was in. Change sure off. Tom Brady rolling, man. He rolling. He asked a lot of good questions. Howard asked a lot of good questions. He asked about, obviously, his time in New England. Asked about his relationship with Billy. He even asked his relationship about with Donald Trump, too. That was interesting, too. I haven't wasn't prepared that. for that. I'll make sure wasn't... I get to that for sure. Huh? I, haven't, I didn't hear about that. I'll make sure I get yeah, to that it, for sure. Yeah. So basically. Well, it is two hours. Set, he basically tried to set. It is a two-hour long interview. Yeah, man. That that portion, that portion of it, the Trump, the Trump interview, that we well, not the Trump interview, but the Tom Brady discussing about Donald Trump, it kind of happens towards the end, end middle. Okay, end so, middle. But I thought it was funny that they started off zooming it with Tom Brady, and then oh, they couldn't he, even get it to work. Oh, but I guess Tom Brady because he's renting out an apartment or a house from Derek Jeter, according to the interview. I guess they don't hey, have good Wi-Fi because uh, hey, the interview was cutting out. They asked Tom to call from the landline or at least the cell phone line. Yeah, he 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 talked on the landline for the duration of the interview. Um, he also said in that interview that he could he could be potentially living there through his time in Tampa Bay. He says he loves renting. Hey, I mean, <laughs> I believe the guy. quote. Dude has I believe in five houses elsewhere. I believe one the in quote. Boston. <laughs> It's true. I was going to say, I believe the quote is uh, that why not rent? You get all the benefits without any of the worry. (laughs) (laughs) Check out the Tom Brady interview with Howard Stern if you want to hear the full quote and that full interview. Jordan, next week is the NFL draft. It is next Thursday. We have a big show coming, man. I wanted to ask you right here on this week's episode, do you want to put out a pre-draft show that comes yeah, like, that, it. like like yeah, a pre-draft it. show, like an uh, hour are we doing, long. Are we like, doing cool. one round, or we're just gonna do the one round, right? Oh yeah, we, we're, just well, I mean, first, we're just gonna do the first round, first, first, well, second round, or just first round. We could mock draft if we want, but I just wanted to get like, let's have a show where we talk about the draft for a solid hour. Just yeah, put let's that do out, that. You know, yeah, it's just like let's that. just do draft research, bring what we want to the table. You know, like it could be who you want Pittsburgh to draft, honestly. Or. It could, Hey, or potential trades. Trades that we can see up. happening. You know, everyone hey, keeps saying hot, everyone keeps saying that they think Detroit's going to trade out a number three. I'm going to say this is a hot take right now. This is my hot take. Hot take. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it like this. Hot take. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get the sound drop ready for this hot take. Hey, 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 give me. Let, I need the sound get, drop. I need everything. You need the sound drop. You need the sound drop. Hold take. on, sir. Hold on. <clears throat> I need to get my water for this one. Oh. I'll get it again. You ready what for my hot that? take? Yes, what is it? With J-Rex's hot take on the NFL draft is Joe Burrow will not 
I say this again, we're not be going to Cincinnati. What? Next week. Hot take. Hot take. What? Hot take, my guy. If I'm right, I'm going to literally shit my pants. <laughs> How can you? Well, I mean, I can't get mad because it's such a hot take. What? Think about it, bro. Think you about it. You think, think Cincy trades. You think Cincy trades. The question is, or or do they do uh, the? Uh, 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 the question should be, who is going to trade for that first round pick? If that first round pick is available, everyone will be trying to trade for it. Almost every. Who team. has who who in the top five needs a quarterback? Miami. Thank you. So you think, so you think Miami is going to trade the Cincy? Tua Tua is. Check this out. Tua has footwork. So Tua Tua's hip is healing. Not saying, well, yeah, I am saying, if Cincinnati somehow trades that pick and Miami jumps up, do you think Miami's still going to choose Tua over Joe Burrow? No, they would not choose Tua. Over exactly. Miami cannot do this again, man. They cannot mess up on another quarterback. They can't. They haven't even got one right. They still haven't. The last one they got right was Dante Culpepper. That they got wrong because they could have signed Drew Brees. Hey, you know what? He was okay for a little while. A season. He was okay for a season in Miami. He was, he was, Dante Culpepper had all his best years in Minnesota. He was only okay for like half a season in Miami. Um, he also never fully recovered from his knee surgery. Yeah, no. uh, this, and that is the same offseason choice. They chose Dante Culpepper, who tore his knee that offseason, over uh, Drew Brees, who tore I like his that guy, though. I liked him. Drew Brees, I believe, it's not even a question as to who's better, though, all time. Not even a question, so, man. But, yeah, yeah that's my hot take, Dolphins bro. got that one, too. So. Yeah, yeah. Do you, that's your you hot, got take? A hot take? On it? You got a hot take on the NFL job, man? Could be about your Cowboys. Could, it could be about, <laughs> see. hell, um, our zone malfunction going down. I know. Happening zone. <laughs> I know. What's your hot take, bro? My hot take. Off the dome of your head, no research. Just straight up, what you got? Tua drops out of the top ten. Damn. No way. No way. No way. Man. You act like that was crazier than yours. Wait, you're making me boy, you're making me yell in my neighborhood right now, and I'm sure everybody heard me just jump up and just casually walk away like I had no business. I'm being on my laptop right now. You really think two are dropping from the top ten? You really honestly believe that? Oh yeah, I I could totally see it and who, happening. And who gonna get them in the top in the bot in the bottom in the? The thing from is, 10 just to 30, that thirty-one. You just think you can't. You have no doctors. It's the same reason that Cam Newton is not gonna be picked up until oh all of this ends. You have no team doctors. I'm ready for next week, bro. With with Tua. So ready. So no doctors can physically clear him except for his own. And the teams want the team doctors to clear them before they draft. I think that's going to persuade enough teams to not draft him. They're going to go with the safer options who they know aren't injured. I'm so, so shook right now, man. <laughs> so, like, actually there's, there's my hot take argument. Next week, be ready for it. It is going to be dropping the day of the draft. That is the virtual Thursday. NFL draft. Thursday, Thursday. expected first thing. Uh, I would say 
I would say first thing in the morning, but we're probably going to be recording it in the morning. So unless we can live stream by then, it'll be on by noon. And you know what else, you know what else is going on next week too? What's that? We got the part one of the Michael Jordan documentary. My, I have been waiting for this for a long, long two years, man. I've been waiting for this for a long, long two weeks with nothing else to watch on Netflix. It's not gonna be on Netflix, it's gonna be on ESPN Plus. So shout outs to Disney Plus for connecting with ESPN Plus because that's how I'm gonna be able to watch this and I'm so thrilled. I don't even have cable, man, so I'll have to figure it out. Well, we'll figure well, it man, out. Well, man, this has been a damn great. well good quarantine show. I'll give you that. I like Great this. episode. Great episode. Great episode. Great, great bunch shout of out, information. Shout out again to Chelsea Gonzalez, uh, former ASU shortstop, current second baseman for the Mexican national softball team that is going to be playing in the Olympics in July of 2021. And we assume oh, be sure to check still... her out. Don't you will not trust. Be sure to check her out. Yeah, it is. No, uh, her Twitter ask. is her Twitter is C Gonzalez eleven two, at a uh, C Gonzalez eleven two or one one two, however you want to say it. One one two one two one to the one one to the one. Jordan, right, where so can they reach? I us? am going to do my sign off. So I really loved sitting here with you today, man. We have nothing else to do. This has been a great quarantine episode. If you want to check me out, feel free to check me out. Rexy underscore X underscore nine five. All social media platforms. Uh, yeah, that's about do it for my clothes off. What about you, my guy? How can they find you? They can find me on both Twitter and Instagram, Alex underscore JR underscore Topete. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Puente and Topete Show. And be sure to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. That is the Puente and Topete Show on YouTube as well. So make sure you do that. There's going to be some there's buttons right here. Make sure you hit them. Hit them right there. I think it's right here. I don't know. They're going to be right there for sure. All right, Jordan. All right, man. Oh, this has oh. been fun. I appreciate sitting here with you today to discuss all things softball. Anything we might have forgot within the week that we are been at home quarantine. Yeah. Big thing but is we want to provide and make just sure an you're escape. doing good at work, man. Stay safe at work, brother. Trying our best, you know. You know, if I told myself if we keep doing this every week that people will be able to see I'm doing okay. Salute to you. Exactly. There we go. Yeah. There we go, my guy. There we go. Oh, All man, right, so man. be sure to check us out next week. Until then, adios. Signing off.